When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And who killed the dog was. Uh, well, I just think... Me, <laughs> Nowhere to go when... What's up, Mike? What's happening, man? Well, you sound good. Thank you, thank you. Well... I'm moving and grooving. I'm trying to figure things out. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not. I'm. I'm a little hectic right now because I'm gonna hop on a plane after this, uh, and I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna see you this weekend, right? On yes, Friday sir. night. Friday tonight. night. Yep. Tonight, tonight. Yeah. Yep. That's right. We're gonna see you tonight for the yes. Patreon members. I'll see you tomorrow night. Yes, sir. And you're gonna bring. And he's gonna bring the box, and we're gonna get that stuff out of your hair. Okay. Sounds good. So the code that me, it's not a code, but for people that don't understand what Mike and I are talking about, Mike basically has my whole life on video uh, in him and Annie's apartment. Like nope. everything. <laughs> like the good, the bad, the ugly. I just gave you raw everything. Yeah, you did. Looked did like he... you were looked like you were moving in, man. It did. I, I know you didn't expect that much when I showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I know one of the one of the neighbors here. They they saw you in there, and and he was like, "What's going on?" I'm like, eh, "Jim Brewer's here. I got him moving stuff in." He goes, "I thought that was him." I'm like, "Yeah, that that's that's him." Yeah. <laughs> so he's just dropping off boxes hmm. in this little yeah. in this apartment complex nothing to see here nothing, nothing to, see. to see here folks tighter and move uh, along move along Wait, what's all this equipment this computer equipment you're setting up in your house yeah, mike right. and annie what, what is, what's going on in there yeah. nothing to see here folks just keep moving along that's right yeah yeah so joe sib um me and joe sib went and um and we're we're doing merchandise together, like we went in a partnership. And um, he called me this morning, right? Like literally an hour before this. People don't know it, but right now it's actually what it's ten a.m. Yep, on a Wednesday. And he called me about eight forty-five. Like, dude, <laughs> fever, bro, dude. You know me, I would power through it, but um. It's all good. So he's not going to be on these two shows. But now I don't, I don't the merch thing. I don't know because he does see this is this is the issues we got to figure out with Joseph. It's like if you're not going to be there, how are we pulling the merch off? So I guess he's shipping the merchandise. So for all of you coming to the show, the Keswick Theater for Patreon tonight. It was last night. And for those of you coming to the Bergen Pack tonight, there is merchandise and there is meet and greets. I don't know if everyone knows this, but we do have meet and greets at every show now. It is a paid meet and greet. I meet you after the show. Uh, but all that stuff is going down. But, Mike, I'm definitely going to 
How you want to do that? You bringing it to the venue? Yeah, yeah. I'll just load a bunch of stuff up in my truck. Yeah. I keep watching Dice's video and it keeps... <laughs> it's so. Now, now I check. Now I'm I'm following his Instagram and I send him messages and he's like, "It's funny." He sent me back. He's like, "I'm so glad you like these." And he wrote, "Merry Christmas." And all I hear is, I'm "Glad you like them, Jim, my man." Merry Christmas. <laughs> he's so. Did you see the? Did you see the the one he just did where he goes in a <laughs> he goes in a retail store and um he's in a retail store and you know he goes up to this the sales clerk and he's trying to get this preppy looking guy and he's like <laughs> you know and he keeps the camera close to his face and he's like you know oh, man it, it's it's the holidays and you know i i, I, I don't I know he and then he's looking at the guy and the guy's like huh he's like, I, I know you want a picture you know uh, it's the holidays i i, I i'm botting it. i'm not doing it you gotta go and you gotta go on andrew dice clay's instagram and watch this it's i don't know why it cracks me up it cracks me up so you don't have to go and just me i just want to talk to you mike um I want to let everyone know that I'm planning. I'm definitely planning programming for next year. In other words, and I just got to see how we're going to do it. Like, do we do it here? Do we do it on episodes? Do we do little clips like a, a whole series with, with me touring with Metallica? We have all that footage. And then with these tapes, then I'm going to get back to me and Mike. We're going to have, um, family day stuff uh and i'm gonna be sending you a whole bunch of stuff like we're gonna have a new little theme song going to start the show with some, oh man with some video already gave Ooh. evan the note yep um and then i hear that annie our producer she talked with everyone i grew up on my street pretty much the gang that i grew up with on my street i don't know what they talked about she but she was all jacked up after that yeah no it was good we did it the other day it was <laughs> it's i i'm i'm super excited for this real I'm, I'm, yeah yeah <laughs> see now here's because you don't understand i had this thing called the jefferson avenue kids and at first I had the greatest tales of growing up. Matter of fact, my one friend, Phil, he immediately, he immediately texted me after you guys all talked. And we used to talk about creating a movie for this. So maybe we get some friends that have been on here or whatever. Or someone wants to try to write a movie. And we had a whole movie script of this. It, it's like Sandlot meets Goodfellas. Goodfellas without the killing. I don't know how to describe it as this childhood of all of us growing up on this one street. It was such a brotherhood, such a family. It wasn't perfect, but it was a very, it was, uh, I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm excited to hear whatever they did. Cause I, I set up like this. I went, listen, Annie, call all these guys and let's start getting stories of, from all the neighborhood and then we'll we'll present them here on the bruniverse and then and 
then this sounds, I don't know if this is crazy, but we put out like a, a contest. We could set something up. If you want to animate the stories, I'm sure there's people that are animators out there, but I don't even know. I don't even know what this is going to turn into. I just know I'm super excited. At one point, MTV wanted to create this, and we did, um, but they they wanted it older and they wanted it more sexualized. And I was like, ah, I don't. I don't know if I'm ready to sexualize, man. I'd much rather I'd much rather you grow with these kids, like the little rascals, all the way up until the teenage years. And then you just see them gradually grow and go through life. It's I mean, it's a God, if I was a Hollywood producer 20, 30 years ago, I'd I'd be like, this is this is a Netflix style series that can last 10 years to watch these this whole crew grow up. But so what did you what did you get out of this? I'm so curious now. Uh, it's it's awesome because you know you 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 talk a lot about these guys and your stories and you know you, you bring them up a lot and and you know we get your side of it, but to bring them in and get their side of what how they saw it and not only that but like you know Phil uh, who else was there Jeff was there um, I forget, was Tommy uh, there. He, he, Tommy was in it for like a few minutes and he left for some reason, I guess maybe some technical issues. Okay. Uh, and I don't want to say his name wrong. I- Ilya? Ilya. 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 Yeah. Ilya. They, dude, they, they, I mean, obviously, you know, they're their own person. They have their own personalities, but to actually see them and see the personality living in front of you, <laughs> it, it's gonna, it's gonna make this whole thing so much better. It's, it's, uh, it's so cool. It is. So they, we got into, um, just a real quick thing we got into uh they were talking about the go go kart that you guys oh built it was God. like 400 f-ing pounds it was, yes. it was huge uh engineer billy made it right yeah he's, he's the engineer and we can't um, find him i can't find him um i th- think i think it was phil that said he was reaching out to him or trying to reach out God, to him or I something like that billy i hope but, we get billy kirshner but during that little meeting, I actually, because of all the tapes that you gave me, I was able to find footage of that giant go-kart and all you kids pushing it in the street. It's crazy. People don't understand. It, when you say giant go-kart. Oh, it's it, huge. It, it's, it, first of all, it has two sections. It had a front section yep. that pulled the entire, it was like pulling a, 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 a freaking trailer Yep. behind it and it the design that billy kirshner did with this this kid was this kid was brilliant and we did i mean we knew he was brilliant uh, but at the same time you can't understand the madness behind like you know we're all we were sports kids and it would piss me off because billy couldn't hit a ball piss me off so i i, I try to teach him everything he'd do this whole you know, fixing his fixes out, stand like that, put his one foot in the batter's box and take a minute. And then if a plane, Billy was addicted to staring at planes. It was like, a, it was almost like if, if someone was uh, like Asperger's, I, I don't know the different types or, or, or a little bit of an autistic thing. That's what they would call it now. 
but we'd be in the mid he would literally we'd be in a conversation and because we lived near the airport so every three seconds these planes would come by every every three minutes planes would come by and they were low and they were loud i mean i do it i do it in in my show like it's not exaggerating and billy would be talking to you mike and he'd be like this and all of a sudden he'd go that's a DC nine stretch Eastern Airlines. The time is nine seventeen a.m. And like Billy, and we were fine with it until we were playing a stickball game. So we'd be a stickball game. It's like it's the bottom of the ninth inning, and you know Billy's coming up and. And all of a sudden, no, he'd be in the outfield <laughs> and he would go, time out, time out. Like, Billy, why? He's like, there's a, there's a special. He had certain planes that were specials because they only flew over once a day. You're like, there's a special coming. Like, Billy, it comes over every day. Jesus, what are you doing? I'm pitching a ball, Billy. It's a, it's a Boeing DC-10. Like, oh my God, Billy, I'm gonna kill you. Strova, it was, but at the same time, this this kid was handing out business cards at 12 years old. If you want to know anything about planes, wow. And as much, you know, you think about a 12 year old kid that grew up, we're street kids. I mean, I'm, I can't comprehend. I'm just, I'm the protector. I'm, I was the, I was the king of the block. You were the, the oldest end, of the group, right? I was the oldest of the group, yeah. and I was the king yeah. of the block. Billy was six months younger than me. There was um, once in a while one other kid, but I was the I was the muscle. I was the king of the block. I was the oldest, so I was the overseer, the older brother. I made the rules, um, and and I was also the protector. And there's so many. So many great stories. And I also, there were times I was a dick. I was a dick. And, dude, I'm not going to lie to you. There was times where, like, I, I asked the universe, the spirits, the gods to forgive me. Uh, especially, I'm going to say especially Jeffrey. Jeffrey took, Jeffrey took probably the blunt of my dickiness. Like, Jeffrey would come out. Jeffrey would come out of his house all proud and excited. Because his mom would bake. She'd bake him cookies. She'd make homemade pizza. You know, I'm eating Elio's. Or I'm having English muffins with uh, melted Velveeta cheese on it. He's This guy's pulling out homemade pizza. And he would, you know, he'd sit there, come out all nonchalant, and I'd pull the dick move like, wow, what is that? Oh, my mom made a cupcake. Pink, slap it on his hand, stomp on it. I'm like, what the f you doing? Okay. Come out here and show off, make me all hungry. It's, oh, such a dick. And then there was, uh, or then we do this. Can a pizza, can I just have one? We do the whole, let me just get one bite. Just one little <laughs> bite. There's <laughs> nothing he can do. I'm twice the size of him. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> oh my God. I don't know what. So they, I saw Jeffrey at the Mets fantasy camp 
couple weeks ago and Ilya came and I'm like, I kind of thank God Ilya is amongst the group because he took a, he took a lot too. He, he, so I was, I was the king and then we had the mini king, which was Tommy and Tom, he was like, he was the youngest, right? He was the youngest. Yeah. And when I say young, not only is the youngest, he was tiny. He was a munchkin. We were full-blown little rascals. Full-blown little rascals. Tommy was like, um, who are those two little kids that hung out with Petey uh, and the little rascals? Uh, it doesn't matter. I think it, it, whatever they were. They were little guys. But then you had like Stiney and the older kids and Alfalfa. That's, a, well, that's exactly what we were. Um like one day Tommy would <laughs> Tommy was so small and he looked like a bodybuilder. He had this little tiny waist and he he just looked like a fighter and he was always ready to fight. I've never seen a child just want to fight. He and this kid would pounce people. I mean, it was so that was I was also afraid to talk about a lot of this because there was some violence. There was definitely there was fighting. There was not amongst not amongst us, but other kids would come on the street and, and Tommy and the kids. It was, it was like, yeah, no, nah, man, we ain't playing this game. It was. Uh, I'm like, I'm interested to see what's going to come out of these stories. They're incredible neighborhood stories, and uh, yeah. So you got some good stuff out of this. Yeah, a little little bit a little bit of the dish on Washington Ave kids. I guess those oh, are your rivals. The yeah. rivalry. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'll give you one quick story, and I, I don't know how they're gonna tell it. So this other street, we'd always compete against this other street. And Tommy actually had two cousins on that street. So he gives the lowdown on his cousins. <laughs> Gerard and James. That's what the kids name. They were twins. Um, and we'd always play them in hockey. They always want to play some hockey. They always kick our ass. I mean, we kicked their ass. It was, you know, it wasn't. They're like, it's not fair because you're like older than us. I'm like, wait, I got a kid six years old on my team. What are you talking? I got two kids. I got a six-year-old and a seven-year-old. What, what are you talking about? Um, and they're my defense. You know, you guys are all 10, 11. Like, what do you, you know? Yeah, I'm 13, but you guys are. So this one year, they said, we're getting O'Gorman. And I'm telling you right now, O'Gorman was like the Wayne Gretzky of roller hockey. This kid, everyone in, everyone in Valley Stream knew O'Gorman. It was like, this kid, wow. He's like the greatest scorer, greatest hockey player. It's just, if he's on your team, it's over. So, oh, shoot. Okay. All right. Well, they're going to get O'Gorman. All right. Well, let's, this is this is a battle. Let's do this. Well, we're waiting for them to show up. And it's like a movie, man. We're, we got the dead end street and we're waiting. We're staring at the end of the street. Wait for, for uh, and they come, they come into our street, you know, with the hockey and they're coming down and the skates and the gloves on and <laughs> And all of a sudden, here they come one by one. We're like, where's the O'Gorman kid? And then 
here he comes. Bump, and he's he's skating and he's skating backwards and he's doing silhouettes and he's you're like oh (laughs) this kid is gonna be good he's he's doing circles he's doing a whole a whole song and dance on the way down so i i'm looking at my team billy who has no billy first of all he's gonna be staring at planes every 30 seconds during a hockey game i got Elia, who's it's who falls down he can't skate yet but i've got jeffrey i got phil and i got chris in the goal and i got a little tommy who had little metal skates he didn't <laughs> even have real skates he had metal skates so you had to run so when he came down the street there was no rolling Tommy would run with these stupid skates and i look at tommy i go tommy listen to me you got to take this old Gorman kid out of the game, all right? Like, uh, you got to you gotta be on him, you know, just – but and he goes, well, what, what if he comes after me? I'm like, Tommy, listen, I'm going to protect you. Don't worry about that. You just make sure you're on him like a fly on, on cow dung. I need you on him. I need you to take him out of the game. Now, in my head – I'm thinking, you know, if I take him out of the game, I mean, <laughs> like if I if we're playing baseball, I say, listen, we got to take we got to take Bryce Harper out of the game. What I mean is, don't throw him any pitches that he's going to hit in the upper deck. Don't give him any opportunity to beat us. Well, we're about to drop the puck, and Tommy winds up with his stick. And he goes, kabang! And the kid's shin, you know, and he's older than all. He goes down, and he's like, oh, God, I'll kill you. Ah, ah. Now the whole team is running after Tommy. There's like eight kids running after Sorolla, and he's <laughs> going through people's bushes. Oh, you know, people coming out of the house like, stop running across my grass. You kids, get out. You're going through the goddamn bushes. I'm it was mayhem jumping over fences and i'm like he's a kid leave him alone it was it was may i'm on top of O'Gorman. he's just a kid man he's just a kid i mean it was we had oh man did we have some funny times in that street <laughs> <laughs> yeah they 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 briefly talked about that incident and then tommy was worried about the statue of limitations yeah, he definitely he like <laughs> Tommy doesn't like uh he doesn't like putting it t- by the way when I refer to Tommy, what a lot of you don't understand if you look at my first comedy special, which is called Hardcore, my first one hour special was called it was on Comedy Central Hardcore, and I do the whole Tommy and Duke sketch. So there was this dog called Duke. And Duke was just, just, just like Sandlot, but he would. He, they had a long fence and a and a big yard. The only ones that had a big yard, and their house was set in the back. So sometimes we'd play stickball in front of Jeffrey's house, and if the ball went into Duke's yard, the ball's gone. We can't get it because Duke 
gets it. He's and he was vicious. So if you if you rode your bike down the street, he'd start like if you were coming on one end of the street, he's he'd be waiting for you on top of the fence. And he'd follow you the whole way. And there, and the and the owner was like, he looked like a marine guy. He was like in the national ex marine. That Sarge? No, Sarge was the mean. Don't play in front of my house! Oh <laughs> yeah. my god, he was a mean, nasty. Um, wow! So they threw all the names out too. You know? Oh yeah, I got I got I got notes of stuff we were talking about. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to I can't wait to hear all this. I can't wait to hear all this. But the ball, and I would get so pissed. I had this as a cartoon. You know what? I have it, this. We'll it's so, it. it's somewhere around here. Yeah, it's in one of these boxes. I remember we'll, seeing it. We'll air that episode, and we'll also air. I actually, yeah, we we animated. I animated that Tommy bit. Yep. Um, I had a friend that did that for me. I did do it for me. It cost me a lot of money. Um. So long story short, and this is, I'm telling you, I'll get all these guys on to, to back this story up. So Jeffrey would come up like, I'd be like, Jeffrey, because he'd always pull the ball. I'm like, I swear to God, Jeffrey. And we called chips on a ball. And what that meant was if you lost the ball, you owe me, you owe me money. So I got a brand new tennis ball. My like, chips, I opened up a brand new tennis uh, bin. <laughs> And that's what we play stickball with. And it was beautiful. You look at the ball like, oh, my God, it's going to be amazing. But when I hit this ball, it's going to go over the trees. It's going to be amazing. Uh, but I'd open this thing. I'm like, Jeffrey, this is a brand new ball. Chips. 75 cents. Like, 75 cents. The whole thing called 75 cents. Are you not playing? And if you hit it in Jeffrey, if you hit it in Duke, you, I swear to God, I'm going to punch you right in the face. I'm going to punch you right in your head, Jeffrey. Why are you going to punch me in the head? I'm going to punch you in the head. So, <laughs> sure enough, Duke is out there. He hits the ball in the, in the yard. God damn it. Tommy doesn't even hesitate. The kid, now you got to think of a chain link fence. Right, chain link fence. He he's not even as high as the fence, so he's below the fence. That's how small this kid is. He goes runs. He jumps right into the yard, <laughs> and we're like Tommy, oh my god, Tommy, be careful! Like what? And they had ivy in the front, so the ball's in the ivy, and he's looking around, looking around, and all of a sudden, you see this dog Duke just just sneak around the corner, and he and he starts running for Tommy and I swear to God that was one of the most scariest moments of my life I that was that was so scary he's running we're screaming for Tommy Tommy get it. he's like I got the ball we're like run to the fence at the same time we're like throw the ball over the fence that's the most important thing make sure you get that ball over the fence that's that's number one safety is number two so he throws the ball over Tommy, Tommy, and he's running up this little hill to get to the fence, and he falls down and smashes against the fence, and the dog runs up to him, and we we all went in a panic, and the dog starts sniffing him, and then he started humping him, 
for, and he gets on his back and he starts. <laughs> his little, his little thing is out. And Tommy has no clue what's going. He's like, oh, oh God, he God. likes me. He totally likes me. And he's so yeah. small. And the dog is so big. He keeps knocking him down. And now we, we're just. We can't breathe because we're laughing so hard. We we can't breathe because we know what's going on, but Tommy's too young to know what's going on. And we're like, Tommy, Duke loves you. Oh, my God. Out of all the people, he loves you. Man, there's going to be some. I'm excited about this. Yeah. And I'm ex- not only just the stories, but who knows if it becomes something. That That's even another whole thing. All right, good. I'm glad you. I know. I know. Annie was super excited. All right. So with that said, I did this thing. Um, I just want to encourage you as the holidays come along. So I started. What are you doing for the holidays? <clears throat> uh, what are we doing? Um, doing. I usually do Christmas Eve with my dad's side of my family, and then Christmas Day I do it with my mom. Oh, oh so they're they're separated. Yeah, I, they've been separated forever. A long time. I mean, my dad's separated in the ground now, but you know that's a whole different thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I still go over there. I see like my aunt, my uncle, my cousin, and all that stuff. That's that was always the holiday tradition. We went over to my dad's side on Christmas Eve, Dude, and then I, Christmas Day was my mom's side. Yeah, that's why I just I because I remember you saying that a while ago, especially after talking about more than me. So that's so I was like, yeah, for a split second, I don't know if my past weed experiences kicked in i'm like wait a minute your dad i think your your dad yeah, no. your dad's i love that you still get together with all of them that's uh, i mean that's important anyway i mean that's yeah oh yeah no it's it's uh, it's a definitely a thing for me so so i'm going into yeah we're going into uh every every christmas eve we go to that but uh we go to this group and i'm just going to do my very best Cause one of the one of the one of the group, they love they love bringing up, they love to to to, to just present their awareness of the things going on in society. Uh, it's so it's so, it's so uh, it's entertaining. It's very entertaining. <clears throat> so. I started thinking we should have a, uh, we, sh- we should do a fasting. This is part of the new year thing that I want to do for all listeners. Let's do a, it's going to be hard. First, a, a media fasting, media fasting. You have to do it for one week and then we'll have people call in and be honest how they felt and how 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 addicted are they how long did they last before they had to check in to see what was going on like what did you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i think that's the beginning uh like like for instance i'm starting to meet new people down here in uh in in, in naples and and <clears throat> It's bizarre because, you know, six, seven years ago, no one cared about politics. Like, you cared about politics. I always said it was professional wrestling, but you'll hear, you know, if, if me and you were talking seven years ago, 
before Trump was in office, you'd go, you know, I'm a Democrat. Like, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not anything. Uh, and you're like, I love so-and-so as the president. And I hate them. And I'm like, oh, my God, why would you? Oh, I can't stand them. I can't stand. All right, so are we going to order food here? What do we do? And it's over. Yep. It's not even a thought process. It's like, I like wearing these shoes. What do you like to add ah, to me? They're comfortable. Oh, okay. Now we've reached a point where if you know they vote a certain way or they think a certain way, you just they're just dead to you. They're dead to you. And it's it's weird because I'll hang out with one group and all they talk about is XYZ and XYZ. And then I'll I'll be talking with some others, and then as I get to know them, they're they're they don't really talk about things. And then this group will say, Oh, that group is really they're crazy and they're the you know what's and they're out there and blah 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 blah. And then this group will go, Yeah, well, they're those people, you know, with their with their this and their at and their patriotism and blah blah blah. And then I'll get this group that go, you know, they're they're just, you know, they're angry individuals, you know, this whole extremism and blah. And then I'll talk to the and I'm like but if you take all that away. You, you slice that off the top of the cake. Everyone has one theme in common. And that's where I think we got to start building and really working on for the new years to get this message out where you got to stop getting emotionally tied to politics because... You don't know even your favorite political guy, um, no matter who the person is, nobody has brought up Epstein's lark. Nobody. Nobody. So all your favorite, that this, this is, you have to understand this. Politics is a well-designed emotional toy to control your emotions, to control your actions. If you slice that, if you go into any gathering, any gathering, and you take what you're not allowed if we made it like the Hunger Games, you're not allowed to speak one thing about politics, not one. And politics is not medicine. You know, some people said you've got all political. No, I didn't. How do you politicize medicine? It's impossible. You got caught up in the mind control. Politics is one big professional wrestling match. Even these court, uh, you know, did you, uh, you know, it says here that you lied to Congress. Uh, well, it says here that you left, but nobody's doing anything. How long are you gonna wait? You're gonna wait to the next election when we take over the house and then things will be better? 
Haven't you been doing that the last hundred years? How long are you going to play that game? Well, in two years and in four years, and we're going to celebrate. What are you celebrating? Oh, we took off. We're going to lose that. We're going to. They're all playing your emotions. Where's Epstein's list? Oh, yeah. Put put this on the front line. Let's get Kyrie Irving. Oh, anti-Semitism. Anti-Semitism. I come Kanye. Kanye. Dance and bell. And I'm not, I'm not denouncing any of those people. But you seem to forget the second one big company said, hey, man, brought to you by, yes, that company said, openly admitted, we uh, never tested the to see if it stops the whoops you had the scarf lady who said we knew we didn't really understand they openly admitted to your face you had another company that said we're pissed because we had the patent and they started to, they had the patent before it came out Oh, but you go marching for abortion. My daddy, my choice, my daddy, my choice. You fell for that slogan, dehumanized. Take away the guns for the children's rights, for the children's rights, for the children's rights. There's a court case that you didn't see. You watched Johnny Depp, didn't you? Hey, the Johnny Depp, I didn't think of, that Johnny Depp, she's crazy. When are you going to realize you're being played? There's a list of powerful, your favorite celebrities, your favorite politicians, your emotionally tied athletes that got on planes and flew to these amazing islands, stole children, tormented, and you just, hey, I hope the Eagles uh, go undefeated. Hey, uh, uh, oh, God, you know, we got to do something about it. We got to do a walk-a-thon. Maybe some of these people have deep ties and the show is so big on the Republican side and the Democrat side with their symbols, with their little symbols, with their symbols. Maybe it's so deep. You can't have what Jack Nicholson said. You can't handle the truth. So what I'm saying is 
there's a list. Why isn't the list out? Why isn't, why isn't it released? Why is it not released? Why do you not demand that? Why is there not a million person march to demand who flew to the islands and who tortured these children? Allegedly. Because I saw the, I, I, the list is on the, and none of them have talked about it. None of them. None of them. Stephen Colbert is on there. Jimmy Kimmel's on there. The one that's floating on the internet. There's some big names on there. I don't know about you, but like I said before, I'd be going, hey, man, my, my name is on there. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know who's floating this around, but I'm coming after you. I'm suing you. I'm 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 if I'm Stephen Colbert, the first thing I'm putting out there, like, hey man, this thing is floating around the internet. He's seen it. He knows it's there. He ain't a dumb human being. Address it. Address it. Because until it's addressed, I have my serious doubts. And it ain't just me. There's a lot of people that have serious doubts with those names on there. Whether you want to believe it or not. I just know if my name was in a big thing like that, I'd be pretty damn concerned knowing I got children, a family, and friends, and all that jazz. There's some big, big influential people on that list. Why doesn't anyone talk about it? Where's the million-person march? We want the list. Why isn't there in your town gatherings of 100 people? You'll, you'll get together for women's rights and abortion and gun control. And we got to climate change and send money to Ukraine. How goofy. But you won't put that emotions into a list of children. This whole Balencia, whatever it's called. He's just going to sit there. Yeah, oh, well. All these things are thrown in your face, and then the big distractions come. Then they come. Oh, look over there. He said that. Oh, the anti-Semitism. Threat to our democracy. Anti-Semitism. It's a flock of cockatoos that just keep flying out. January 6th, extremist. Oh my God. Where is that list? Stop getting involved in politics. Politics is a great word for control. Another great word to control your emotions. It's controlling your, it's, it's controlling the way you think, the way I, I, I go to dinner with people, they have a couple cocktails and then for 20 straight minutes, you know, and this and that, and this and that, and that, and this and that, and this and that, and that, and this, and they did that, and they did that, and but dang it, how much goofier does the circus have to get for you before you go, oh, maybe it's, you know, maybe you are being played, you're being played. They're all actors. 
It's all scripted. It's been scripted. You got to get back to looking after one another. They created this political divide. It's a well-designed system. You're human. We're human. You know what our natural instinct is? To look after one another. To care for one another. The way I grew up in a neighborhood. All for one and one for all. You don't have to like each other, but you should know each other. We all are connected on a deep spirituality. That's why they push science. Trust the science. Science has no soul. You have a soul. I have a soul. A conscious. You don't. You don't know. We're all connected spiritually. So you have to fast, meaning fast your brain. Stop getting involved with politics. You know when I'll start believing politicians? When they show up in a town and they take, I don't want a moderator. Why do they pick moderators? I'll tell you why, because they're paid. And they're brought to you by, tonight's debate is brought to you by, how doofy do you have to be? If I'm paying for an event, you don't think I have an agenda? You don't think money is that powerful? You don't think you don't think power, the wanting to be power to control your thoughts and emotions exists? Come on, man. Wake up, please. Please. This is not political. This is real. This is good versus evil. This is going down. So be very careful of all the all the circus rings that you're watching. We're so connected. They don't want you connected. And now they're even into the you know, they got you politically. If you're for this, you they keep. Dividing, all right, women's rights. We'll put the women there. Women hate the man. And we'll put, okay, we'll start getting the kids to be confused and change their sex. Uh, then we're going to, you don't see the pockets of divide. Who's doing this? Who's, who's promoting this? Who's doing it? Where's the list and who's doing this? And stop, please. The holidays are coming. We, we are here on borrowed time. Don't forget that. You're not immortal. You think you're immortal. That's why you put things in your lips and you, you know, we take uh, substances or whatever. Like, oh, this will give me, this will make me look immortal. You're not immortal. We're on borrowed time, baby. And our mission from day one was to look after one another, to lift each other up, to care for one another, to heal one another, to present knowledge to one another, knowledge that lifts your spirit, that, that warns you of dark. Get any, this, this week, give yourself a test. 
the minute anyone tries to bring up politics, you go, we're not talking that. Talk to me about your kids. Talk to me about your family. Talk to me about your home. Talk to me about the struggles you got going on because I can use the help. You can use the help. What's going on with your teenagers? They're driving you. Well, tell me, brother. Tell me, sister. Maybe we can help each other out. I don't care who you voted for. I don't care what you believe. I need some help right here. Those are small steps. So try fasting. No media whatsoever and no politics. Try it for one week and see. First thing you're going to learn is how addicted you are. That's, you, you know, they say heroin's addicting. Guess what? Politics is addicting. What's the new up and up? What's the, do you hear the latest? You live in a world you can't control. You can't control your own destiny. You don't know what's waiting for you right around the corner. You may get in a car with your wife and someone, someone blows the red light, smashes into, and it's a whole different Friday going on. Tubes in the mouth, there's dang, you don't know if you're gonna make it. That's how fragile life is. And then that's when you'll sit there and go, why'd I waste all my time waiting for the midterm elections to save me or the new president to save me? You're still paying high gas prices. You're still, it's still madness. We're not gonna, everyone's not gonna change, but you gotta start. You gotta start at least acknowledging. Come on, man. Come on. So that's my mission for this next year. We got to bring people together. And I'm seriously thinking about bringing on people addicted to politics. I think that might be fun. And I want to exploit how addicting it is and how crazy the cockatoo is in them. And cockatoos only repeat what they see and hear. They didn't come up with it. No one comes up with, this is a threat to our democracy. You've been, it's January 6th. January 6th, a threat to our democracy. Come on, man. If I hear anyone see these words, we should strike on, and they don't know what's going on. If you're repeating what you see on television and you think that's your own thought process, you're a cockatoo. You're a bird. And and if you ever just ask questions, well, let me ask you this. They can't go. They can't go much further than they get angry because they know they never gave it a thought process. You got a beautiful brain. We got these brains, these well-designed, powerful from it's I'm not even going to question the design that we have. It's incredible. It's, it's it's incredible. It's a miracle. We are miracles. Let's start acting like it. Get everyone out of there. Let's fast for a week. No media. No politics. No problems. No media. No politics. No problems. When you take away media, no politics. Those are one less major problem in your life. I'm telling you, life's always going to have problems. They're always going to have issues. Those are puzzles to figure out. 
sacrifices them with your own life, how you got to take care of them. But this game that they're pulling every human into, that's why I go, go study natural humans. Go, go. I go to Africa. This would be my sixth time going to Africa. I'm going to Peru. I like studying real humans. There is no gender. There's no one cutting their thing off and becoming, there is no confusion if you're a boy or a girl. Because they don't have the mind control. They don't have what our society's going through. There is no Republican or Democrat. There is no two party. They don't vote. They know who the doctor is. They know who the wise people are and they treat them with respect. You're not going to, we're not going to change at all, but you need to change your individual life. I'm not perfect. Listen, I'm not perfect. I, I'm, I'm not, I, you know, I preach to you or I talk to you. I just care. I care about humans. I really do. I care more than you can ever imagine. I love humanity. I love humanity. There's so much to offer and bring to the table, but you got to turn it all off. And when you do, I promise you, you will begin to realize that the nonsense world that keeps trying to draw us in all comes from one big screen and one big speaker. And when you take away those speakers and you take away the screens, it's clarity begins to come in. You know, I'm not, I, don't, I don't watch sports anymore, but I love playing sports. I just ordered a whole freaking wiffle ball set. I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna get my neighborhood all riled up. We're gonna have wiffle ball, we're gonna have the greatest time ever. Start doing things together, no politics, all right? I'll see you next week in the Fruitiverse. I'll see you, um, uh, well, your Patreon, I'm at the Keswick Theater this evening in Pennsylvania, and then uh, the Bergen Pack uh, tonight for the rest of you. And for everyone around the world that reaches out to me and sends me personal notes, I cannot thank you enough. I hear you, and you are heard. And I, and I spread joy, spread peace, stop. The minute someone brings a politics, stop them. Stop them. We're not talking there. Until they start admitting, they're never going to admit truth. It's too much power there. When someone starts pushing that list, then I'll then I'll take seriously every little group that wants to pick it and stand up for something. We care about the children, do you? Do you? Hmm. Hmm. We'll see about that. All right, safe journeys to you all freaking love you guys i went off on a little tangent sometimes i do that that's what the bruniverse is for we have a great new year that i'm planning i'm super excited about it we're gonna have some good laughs good laughs we're gonna go on some cool journeys i'm gonna bring you guys on some journeys we have some uh cool programs to put out there and i got a killer team behind me i got an awesome people and mike and annie and evan and everyone that's around me and i love it and that's what you need start start building a little community around you one that cares all right stay out of trouble we'll see you next time in the universe thanks mike all the best you guys and we'll see you uh i'll 
I'll see you tonight at the Bergen Pack. Yeah, man. Thanks for checking in the Bruniverse. Have a good one. This is Jim Brewer, and I got my own Patreon page, and hopefully you'll check it out. Live comedy concert streamed once a month. Weekly, you host your own podcast, and you interview me. Early access to the Bruniverse podcast every single week, and have bonus footage and bonus segments. I promise you I'm not going to let you down. Go check out my official Jim Brewer Patreon page, and I'll see you there.